Hi, listeners. This is producer Drew. We just want to let you know that this episode has a content warning, the complete text of which is available in our show notes. So if you feel comfortable, please continue listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. Cheers. Welcome to Tunes and Tumblers by Atwood Magazine. Listening to music is more than just an auditory experience. Tunes and Tumblers explores the way our senses mingle by pairing new and classic albums with cocktail and or mocktail recipes. We invite you to bring out your inner mixologist as we approach the music we love from a unique, immersive, and thoroughly delicious perspective. So put up your feet and enjoy a cold one on us. I'm your host, Anthony, and I hope you have your popcorn ready and a full two hours open in your schedule because it's time to lock down for another Tunes and Tumblers movie night. Since you all couldn't get enough of our open mouth chewing through HBO's Woodstock 99 documentary, and Omicron has effectively grounded us until March, we decided to lounge on the couch with you lovelies once again. Grab your Roku remote and join the watch party responsibly. But first, let's introduce my fellow hosts, three other couch potatoes who didn't need a reason to veg out before I called them into the studio, and they are... Ryan, your music connoisseur. Pedro, I'm working concessions. This is this is producer Drew. I'm also here. Hello. I'm uh, I'm wor- I'm working the booth. <laughs> the projector booth. <laughs> Drew's cutting holes in the popcorn boxes for guys who are trying to surprise oh, no. their girlfriends. I'm definitely not doing that unless you pay me. <laughs> that's your only uh that's your only thing stopping you. You just want to get paid. And like I already mentioned, today's show is another edition of Tunes and Tumblr's Movie Night, a remote podcast pairing drinks with musical documentaries, concert films, and biopics available on streaming to keep you busy while we dodge Omicron like Neo in the Matrix. Each episode is essentially an audio commentary you can line up with the movie so it feels like we're all hanging out together. Just pull up the film, wait for the countdown, and press play to join us on a wacky new adventure. Or I guess a serious new adventure uh, today, less less crazy than our last one. Uh, and don't forget to mix yourself a drink for the trip. Ryan, what are we going to watch today? Oh, today we are watching uh, Juice World: Into the Abyss, a documentary film directed by Tommy Oliver and available to stream on HBO Max. I think actually exclusively on HBO Max as it's part of the Music Box series. That's right. It's the same series that we discussed the last time with Woodstock 99. What was it? Peace, Love, and Rage. Yeah, Peace, Love, and Rage. <laughs> rage. Break stuff. And this is the second time we've discussed Juice World on the show. And, I mean, posthumously, both times. If anyone doesn't know the story, Juice World was a very fast-rising SoundCloud rap star. Uh, he was famous for Lucid Dreams, among other things, that that, yeah, that unmistakable bop. And in 2019, he died of an overdose in the Chicago airport. So serious stuff. Uh, we're looking forward, I guess. Are we looking forward to, to getting into his story or are we trepidatiously going into this one? At the very mm. least, we're intrigued. I'm, I'm actually very yeah. curious. Yeah, um, I'm, I... I enjoy hip hop, but I 
am not really uh, tuned into the like SoundCloud emo rap scene. So I just know that, I mean, a, a lot of young guys are, are dying in that world and I, I'm kind of curious why. So maybe this documentary will, will sh- shine a light on that. Yeah. Well, we shall see. And I think we should catch up a little bit first for our casual listeners who are brushing their teeth or driving to work and can't pull up HBO Max on their uh, on their commute. Um, so what has everyone been listening to recently? A friend of mine started a podcast of their own. Ooh. Um, it's called The Slush Pile, and it's, it's pretty great. Um, they take uh, unproduced scripts, either their own or they also take submissions, and they read them on the air. And sort of like bullshit as they go along, and it's like it's really fun to listen to, and like it's it's interesting because the the first episode is one of the host scripts from ages ago, so they talk a lot about you know growth and how they would not probably make the same same film over again. Um, and if you start listening, uh, you might hear me on one of the episodes at some point. Mm-hmm. I was wondering who these weirdos who followed us on Instagram were. Yep, yep. The slush pile. I'll check it out. I have, you know, we're departing a little bit um, mentioning a podcast. So I'm going to mention an audio book I've been listening to. There we go. Uh, I have started because, you know, with grad school, I only read, read academic texts i've been in my free time listening to charles bukowski on uh hoopla which is a great app if you have a library card in los angeles where you can download movies tv shows audiobooks i've been listening to post office and you know the guy is crazy but he is very perfunctory straightforward with the way he describes things where it just ultimately becomes funny there's no frills to his writing there's no pretension he's just like my life is super ugly and i work at the post office and here's all these hilarious things that happened to me and my dog so yeah uh if you've got a library card use it to listen to audiobooks and post office by charles bukowski there was a charles bukowski bar in la wasn't there is it still open Hmm. i don't know i went to it years ago was it, it called Barkowski? Like tabletop games, I remember. Yeah, in Santa Monica. Yeah, what was it? It was like. Please the... tell me it was called Barkowski. <laughs> I w- I wish. Come uh, on. Barkowski? I think it's uh, the King Edward downtown. Or you might be right. Let me look at Barkowski. I'm I think look it, it up was really called quick. Barkowski. There, you, like, you can't pass that up. Yeah, it's. Uh... It might still be open, yeah. It was if, um if that wasn't the name, I get why it's closed. It's permanently closed, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, you know how what? many Can people we... have been trying to do a Bukowski theme bar? <laughs> like probably so many. Do you I think imagine. we could buy the name and reopen it as the Tunes and Tumblers bar? <laughs> Barkowski. <laughs> because my last name is Kozlowski, we could just say that's why. <laughs> oh, there yes. you go. <laughs> Barslowski. Barslowski. <laughs> you know, lis- listeners, if you donate lots and lots of money to the show, we can make that happen. We can buy a we'll bar. We'll buy, yeah. We'll buy a bar for you. In the metaverse. In the- <laughs> um, well, I can go next. Since we're doing non-traditional listening, I've been listening to a person, presumably in the building next door, 
um, start to hawk loogies every five seconds. Um, this happens over and over throughout the first couple hours of the morning. Somehow he needs to do it with the window open. And uh, I kind of lost it and just sort of went, shut up, like a loud raise out the window. Um, I don't think he heard it. He kept going. <laughs> Can't hear it he, over the hacking. The Garfield meme. It was the wonder. Huh, I wonder who that's for. <laughs> uh, someone must be really um, disruptive. Anyway, <laughs> you know, maybe he is uh, an ASMR star, and that's what he's recording up there. No, <laughs> he's oh all fine God. and good, but shut the window. You know, in the words <laughs> of bad religion, do what you want, just don't do it around me. Yeah, he's making he's making those TikToks where like a dom will spit at the phone. Because it's supposed to be you. <laughs> oh my god! Look, I'll even buy the dang thing. I'll, I'll, I'll subscribe. Get that OF link. No way. Just do it with the window closed. Do it away That's from it. me. Did you make a custom video for me where you close your window before you do anything? I was so mad at you guys that you decided to do this non-standard bullshit. Because I, I prepared <laughs> for this. What are you listening to? Session, and I. Oh I, hell yeah! Let's hear it. I've been listening to, uh, it's not new or is nor new to me. I've been listening to Immortal Technique. Uh, I just I got back into that. I really love him. Uh, and my favorite track by him probably Peruvian Cocaine. If you haven't heard it, check it out. Uh, you'll learn some stuff <laughs> mm. about Peruvian Cocaine. Yeah, like yeah. like where to acquire some. <laughs> Does he tell us like what intersection on Crenshaw we need to go to to uh, maybe cut that? You gotta listen and find out. Okay, well, this is quite the playlist. Can we actually make this? Is this possible? Can we put uh, a podcast, Charles Bukowski, Loogie ASMR, and uh, Immortal Technique onto a playlist? Well, you uh, know we're gonna terrible. try. Ugh, that's a horrible <laughs> playlist. That's quite an audio salad. <laughs> we said in the last episode that we're trying to make the craziest playlist possible, and I think that we've done it <laughs> on our second episode of season four. Achieved. <laughs> Listeners, if you have a podcast, audiobook, bodily function, mm -hmm. ASMR, or, you know, regular old track you think we'd enjoy, send them our way. Drop into our DMs on Instagram, and you can also email us at tunesandtumblerspod at gmail.com. We check both regularly, and if we dig the vibe, we may just feature them on the segment. Don't feel like, feel free to plug your own stuff, too. Like, we get some really cool stuff in the inbox every once in a while, and we're always glad to at least give it a listen. Yeah. I mean, we might not like what you send, but we might. <laughs> And we'll say so in and front we'll, of the and world. We'll let, we will let you know. <laughs> well, this artist hit us up, and uh, they're bad, and they should feel bad. <laughs> Remember that we'll, track? I... We'll let Ryan do it. <laughs> <laughs> there is a um, a file that a friend had received where the because you know if it's like an unreleased thing, sometimes people put audio markers in them to say like this is unreleased or you know this is a, a copyright control. Like so, you people yeah. won't share it. Yeah. And this and this guy had done his own. He'd recorded his own uh, to say this is a sample, but he did it in a really funny way. 
Like, this is a sample. (laughs) (laughs) He'd been stolen from so many times. (laughs) He was just over it. He didn't record one and use that. He recorded like a few. So each each one is like progressively angrier. (laughs) They're in real time. Like he's listening to the track and then saying it. It sounds like the... I'd like to hear a version where he gets Gilbert Gottfried to be the one who's like, this is a sample. This is a sample. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, man. All right. Uh, Let's get all the laughs out. We're about to watch a serious movie. (laughs) A a harrowing documentary. (laughs) All right. Well, I have HBO Max pulled up and I'm ready to go. Just a little bit of background, everyone. We already kind of mentioned this is about Juice World and his come up leading to his untimely death. And it's the sixth episode of the Music Box series. We were thinking about which one we wanted to do because it looks like there's some good stuff in there. They got DMX. They've got Alanis Morissette. But this one kind of feels timely, especially with the release of the accompanying album Fighting Demons that not only features like some really great tracks, but also some testimonials from him and Eminem talking about the time that he almost died of an overdose as well. Mm. Uh, Kind of, you know, harrowing stuff, cautionary tales, but even Eminem like in his track is saying like, you know, nobody talks about this stuff and like, you don't think it's an addiction because you know, who's to tell, you no because you're a star and anyone who questions you like, you know, just get out of the room. But this is really important to talk about. I think that there is a problem in the industry, like we mentioned last time. And I think it's time that we had like a reckoning and really started thinking about what we're doing to young pop stars by enabling, not just enabling, but like normalizing this behavior as expected. At least that's my take. What do you guys think before we get started here? Well, I think when we when we talked about Juice World the first time, like we even discussed, you know, there's this almost um I don't know if worship is the right word. There's this there's this idolizing of of the lifestyle like drugs, like sex, drugs and rock and roll. Um live fast, live hard and like when that's something you encourage because you think it's cool, like come on, it's not helping anything. Mm. Yep, I guess we'll just have to see. Let's dive in. Okay, so like we said, this is, uh, we're just going to go through, watch the movie together. Every once in a while, we'll chime in, let you know like what we're thinking. It's not just going to be dead silence, we promise. <laughs> so, we'll try. Very live, live silence. Yes, <laughs> very live silence. When we're not speaking, we will breathe heavily into the microphones. <laughs> Pedro, what are we drinking today? So when it came to the film itself, like you mentioned, it's it's pretty lengthy. It's like two hours just about. Um, and the album, too, fairly lengthy. There's there's a lot of tracks on that. Um, so I wanted to make something that you could sort of make a big batch of. And given that uh, the artist's name is Juice World, um, I sort of wanted to take inspiration from the you know famous party juice drinks that I'm sure we're all very familiar with. Um, Jesus juice, jungle juice, sangria. Um, so I sort of took some inspiration from those. Um, and I tried to choose ingredients that are symbolically, if not, you know, actually cleansing for the body. Um, because this is an album about, um, 
fighting your demons and get, and getting all the all the evil out. Um, so I started with uh, sparkling wine, um, and then I added some fruit punch, pomegranate juice, pineapple juice, and then threw in some orange slices and apple slices for like the sangria sort of nod, and then garnished it with some sage um, for that extra cleansing effect. And you can make this in big batches, and it'll last you the whole movie. And I'm calling it demon juice. Mm, <sighs> nice. God, Damn. when are we going to get to do this in person? I just, uh, this bottle of water. <laughs> I don't even have Topo Chico where I am. I'm, I'm just, I'm so deprived. <laughs> if you're watching this on HBO, you might have an ad beforehand. So we just scrolled after the ad and right before the big HBO logo over the static. We're going to go three, two, one, abyss, and we will start the movie. Everyone ready? ready. Yep. Yep. All right, three, two, one, abyss. Oh, oh hey, we oh, talked God, about that. Back. <laughs> is that Kenny G in there? That is Kenny G. In the helicopter, too. They did one about uh Can you imagine how intoxicating it must be to stand on a stage and you see all like the phone lights? Good god. Yeah. I marvel at people who can do that. Mm -hmm. Just start throwing out poetry off the cuff. It's insane to me. Definitely, yeah. <clears throat> that seems hard to like learn. Like it, if it, your brain can't function that way, it seems like mm -hmm. it can't. Man, it it takes me like an hour to compose a text message that just says like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like people who have become so comfortable with just letting out whatever whatever comes out and like being okay with it. Like that's, it's like a, that's a masterful thing. Oh my God. I loved Yu-Gi-Oh. Was a fan. Yo, what the fuck? Yeah. dude? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Imagine just like dropping that in. Like he's talking about Yu-Gi-Oh and then he's like, Oh, by the way, I need perks to live. What if this guy was transcribing in the back? <laughs> like that was his no, job. Wait, he's just writing everything. Fuck, 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 fuck. He's got one of those um like court court <laughs> machine, like the shorthand <laughs> typewriters. They had that guy in the Beatles documentary. They have somebody like taking down all the words for them when they're kind of brainstorming. Do they really? Yeah. Oh damn. We should have done that one. Oh man. We still it's too can. fucking it's too long, man. Isn't it's it like six, a series? Like seven hours, doc. Like seven hours long. Seven episodes. Bam! We just knocked out seven episodes. 
And welcome to part two. It's just silence. <laughs> Good job, guys. We've completely talked over this freestyle. Sorry. Um, Put on the subtitles, I guess. Yeah, that's what I've done. I wonder if this music was in the background while he was rapping or if he was just going with silence. Oh, I wonder. It's like an organ that's playing, right? Sounds like it. Like an organ sound. Is that what I'm hearing? It's kind of low. Wow, that was kind of incredible. Mm hmm Oh shit, dude, I wasn't recording. <laughs> oh my god, imagine. Wait, can you do that again, dude? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. You press record to stop it and then the red light comes on. Probably why it comes out so naturally, it's all just the truth. Like when you're that freed up to tell the truth like that, damn. That's what I Love Mackinnon looks like? I don't think I've ever seen his face. Same. He's a writer on a, uh, on a song from the new Vampire Weekend album. Because really? Ezra loved the line, I've been cheating on you, you've been cheating, cheating on me. And he got that from an I Love Mackinac song. No shit. <laughs> so he put he looped him in at like gave him a percentage of the song. Remember what I said in a previous episode about wall to ceiling velvet in Benny Blanco's theater. There it is. There it is, I told you. Oh, I never would have doubted you. <laughs> it's Benny Blanco. Have you guys seen like the TikTok beef? With, like, Benny Blanco and Charlie Puth. Nah. And then, like, Billie Eilish got involved. I don't know if it's, like, real, but, like, Benny Blanco would, like... He's, like, making fun of Charlie Puth for all the TikToks he puts out. It gets mm. weird. I heard a rumor that well not a rumor apparently Jay-Z never writes anything down it's all in his head mm. really yeah that's amazing that's why I'd like I wouldn't be surprised if there was a scribe whose job it was to just write down everything someone like that would say. <laughs> I mean can you imagine how like 
irritating it would be for like producers or like you know his team to be like uh we need you to do that again <laughs> like yeah. but we don't know what you said that's so hard to keep a crowd like to keep attention of a crowd when you have all that space and it's just you oh, and yeah. one guy right You know, I know he's in a lot of trouble right now for the Astro World Festival, and rightly so. But one thing I really respect about Travis Scott's shows is like the amount of time he puts into making it a huge stage production. Like, there's so much happening: dancers, moving set pieces. Like, that's one way to do it, but you also need like a massive production budget to do that. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's why it's even more impressive sometimes to me when some artists don't have that and they're literally just up there. Yeah. Like performing their music and there's like that is the show and it's still it's just as compelling as as some major productions like that's amazing to me. Oh. Holy billion. shit. I think I've been in the same Best Western. <laughs> Not this sweet, though. Come on. No. Surely. Look at that terrible art on the left. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. <laughs> Ooh. Whatever, dude. Jeez. Say facts again. <laughs> well, no, that's what he's, he's trying to get the fax machine to work. See it? <laughs> facts, facts, facts. That's how you segue. Oh, damn. Just so casually. Literally. This guy just has it in him like there was no other way for him to live other than like making music hundred K for a feature. I wonder wonder who gets that in the industry. Mm -hmm. I'm sure people get more. Can you imagine that? Hundred K for a small part of your life? And who did we talk to who said like sometimes you're like not even in the room with these people? It, it was it was Nombe, right? Oh yeah, I, mm -hmm. I I think so. Like you just send them your song and they do something and send it back. Mm -hmm. Oh damn! I never realized we didn't get a title card. Oh my oh god, boy. he's gonna hurt somebody. Uh, <laughs> I'm so scared. No. Everyone move. <laughs> <laughs> the... 
the bottle explodes in his hands. Uh, oh my no, god. Stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> you just gotta wait until it starts moving and then move your hand. It's probably like super warm. There it goes, there it goes, there it goes. Woo! Wow. Oh wow. Nice. Stubborn that actually turned out okay. <sighs> Would have been cooler to do it with the machete like Pedro did a couple hey, years back. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. God, I want to do that again. That, that was, was really awesome, yeah. That was dope. One day after after COVID. I was saying that two years ago. <laughs> when we all, have, sword, when we all have swords because it's the post apocalypse. I got you covered for that, Pedro. I got plenty of swords. <laughs> Look, when we get John Mayer for the uh, the premiere of season five, we better all be in person. <laughs> Manifest. No! <laughs> There's, someone in the who's like, There's someone in the front who's like, meh. <laughs> mm. How do you get out of that? That just seems right. Sometimes they'll just carry you back to the stage. Mm -hmm. When I saw yeah, in, in, a, in a perfect world, yeah, they carry you back. When I saw Kenny Hoopla, like when he jumped in and then came down, like he actually opened up a pit, and like with the microphone in his hand and with somebody's phone that he grabbed and was doing like a like a front facing selfie video, he like was also moshing. It was incredible. That's dope. Remember, I saw a Thievery Corporation at Coachella one time, and they were playing the main stage, and one of the girls in the band um, crowd-surfed from the front all the way to, like, the back of the crowd. Like, wow. Yeah, like, that huge square that they have up in front, and then there's, like, a, there's like a middle part somewhere. She went all the way to the back. That's also a pretty tiny venue for, like, such a big artist. It is. Manifest this, Pedro. The Tunes and Tumblers tour bus. Can you imagine? <laughs> so d did you guys hear how raspy his voice was when he got on the bus? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of people uh -huh. don't realize how much a strain on your throat it is to do a show like that. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Look at that. He... It's like almost like he's cursed. Like he's he just finished a show and he still can't stop coming up with yeah. like lines and flows. It's like it's that must be like a monkey's paw scenario. Yeah, yeah. He, like, can't, he can't stop himself. It's it's like you you the the monkey's paw has like five fingers up and then you make a wish and one of the fingers goes down and it's like you get your wish but there's also like it, you get it in the worst possible way, like an uh. ironic way. So he like wished to be like an amazing rapper, but the side effect is he can never stop rapping and coming up yeah. with lyrics. And in, in some versions, when the paw makes a fist, it comes alive and strangles you. Hmm. Hot. There is this great uh, old tweet uh, 
some kid was like, damn, I'm in the Brockhampton backstage area. And yo, where are the, where are the bitches at? <laughs> and then somebody replied saying, you are the bitches. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yes, we've been talking about that mm. on this show a lot. Uh, yes, I do, actually. Nineteen. My God. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is... Oh, okay. So my TV wasn't fucking up. No, no, yeah. they, They sped through. Yeah. It's amazing that even without a beat, you can really, like, get into it. You know? I was nodding along with that. I was loving some of those references. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just 19, and he's got like this well of knowledge. Yeah. And there's like a fearlessness. Big boy lost like 200 pounds, man. That guy used to be huge. That's a big boy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait. Not, yeah. For real? Yeah. Yeah. He, man, massive weight loss. Yeah. Kept the name, though. Seems like he's, it seems like he's lost even more weight since the last time I saw, like, a photo of him. (laughs) Damn. No respect. Every time we see her, she has a different hair color. Respect the grind, Anthony. <laughs> she stay she stays fresh. He went to law school? Is that what he said? I think he's joking. Oh, got it. I know the cat is talking over a lot of this. 
Get on with it, man. A love story for the ages, folks. A modern love story, if I ever heard one. She really does always have a different hair color. There's a lot going on over here. If you want to mute me, Drew. Should we get Miles a microphone? I will not have a cat on this show. Was it this was intended for like a blog?
I bet you he could have put out a book in like a week. Drew, when you're working with this, just uh, use the mix and not the, the track, just because I'm, like, muting myself when shit happens. Sure. Thank you. Oh, yeah, he rocking that Minute made. <laughs> That's the good <laughs> shit. If you make this drink, you should use Minute Made Fruit Punch. <laughs> I love that this guy's just in charge of the drinks and the. <laughs> he's like, I got the lean in the fridge. I'm holding the Minute Made. <laughs> Listen, it's not an it's not a glamorous job that we do, Ryan. <laughs> but it needs to be but done. It's important. For a second, I thought that palette was all Minute Made, the the water palette. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my writer. I need 400 gallons of Minute Maid. <laughs> I need enough Minute Maid to bathe in. Where's my kiddie pool? <laughs> Y'all are eating popcorn and I got my frozen breakfast sandwich. Mm-mm-mm. I want to talk to open Mike Eagle. I want to talk to someone about anime in the rap world and how that, like when that shifted or where that, that trend really started. Yeah. Cause we talked about come and go the last time we talked about juice world and that mm. music video is just like straight up anime of him and his girlfriend. I mean, I, I think a lot of it's just, you know, like this is a generation that grew up with uh tsunami, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. we, we had it too. Right. It's accessibility, probably. Yeah. Late night. Yeah. Toonami on Adult Swim. That's the stoner's hour, you know? Mm hmm. I still haven't watched JoJo. Don't tell Open Mike Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's on Netflix now, too, right? I need to remember this because every time I go on Netflix or Hulu, I'm like, I know that there's new stuff I need to watch, but then I just end up watching American Dad for the 10th time. Same Z's.
It must be really hard for someone with so much creative drive to just relax and be still. Like he's saying, he just wants to be like in a stationary place. Like that's, that can't be easy when your mind's working like that. At one platform, Deezer. <laughs> Had to get that Deezer plug in there. <laughs> you know, we're on Deezer, and they're constantly in the top ten platforms that people listen to us on. Uh, facts. Facts. Damn, not wrong. Yeah, right. Did you guys ever get a phone jailbreak? I jailbreak my uh, PSP back in the day. Wow. Wait, what is? How does one jailbreak a PSP? I don't know. There was a kid in my math class that said he knew how to do it, and so he did. And then um, he installed like Super Mario Brothers on it. Ooh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Get in the studio. Get in the studio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
Oh. Damn, dude, on the phone? Shit. It's just an app. <laughs> it's just digital cocaine that reacts to the touch of a credit card. <laughs> oh my god. You know, the the iPhone has a nice flat surface. Mine's got pinch. too many cracks. I'd be worried about little, little <laughs> particles being stuck in there. You'd be you'd be carrying like a key with you everywhere you go just because it's all in the cracks. <laughs> Drew gets like the keyboard dust sprayer <laughs> to get all the coke out of the cracks on the screen. <laughs> Who was it that we talked to where, I think, was it Tessa Violet? Where they, they talked about sort of like, I can't remember if it was Tessa Violet. Someone spoke about being, as opposed to like creating the music, that the music's already out there and you're just sort of a vessel for it that to come Tessa, through. Yeah. That was Tessa Violet, right? Yeah. Um, Like this is one of those instances that like just makes me think of that where it's, it's all just coming out of him. Just like he, he like right. he seems like a vessel, like it's just it's already out there, and he's just spewing it and giving it to everybody. I feel like Nombe kind of said something like that too. Yeah, right. Or it felt like similar. he said something like that. I just can't get over the fact that they're shooting green screen and for some reason they're outdoors at night. <laughs> On location, put the screen you up. You could have done this anywhere, like inside someplace. Maybe they were shooting something else in the same area. People always do weird stuff on music video shoots. I'm kind of sad because now I do location sign and I don't get hired for music videos anymore. Mm. <laughs> Billboard, hire me. I've got better mics than the frickin' ME2s that you're using. <laughs> Jeez, man.
that seems like the definition of like a bad influence, like a, the photographer, <laughs> like first off insulting him. I remember middle school. And then also, can I have a hit of that? Yeah. Oh, God, what a douchebag. Like, damn, bro. All those tattoos look like stick pokes. <clears throat> I was just thinking, you know, the photographer was fucking clowning on him and then wanted one anyway. I wonder if he like ended up staying way longer than he should have. Yeah. Like I can't drive home yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. He has that he had that vibe, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Of like, yeah, I got it. yeah, do you mind if I stay here for a bit? Yeah. I did just notice that his tattoo says abyss. Maybe that's where the title of the movie comes from. Oh. <laughs> no, no. Wait. Yeah, no, I'm good. So nerve-wracking. I know, right? I'm getting nervous just, like, watching, like, the anticipation. Dude, the lighting is enough to... Holy crap. Just these unbelievable numbers. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? They don't put... They don't group streaming with YouTube streams. They might meet on SoundCloud and then YouTube. I thought the streams meant like between Apple and Spotify and such. Oh, yeah. And it's interesting they separate YouTube from that. Like it's a different, because I guess it isn't really a streaming music platform. Yeah. Yeah, Well, those music, I mean, for us on our podcast, right? Like our, our podcatcher like gets us, shows us all the stats for all the platforms, right? But YouTube, if we had a YouTube channel, it would be separate. Hmm. You know? Mm. I'm looking at that and the lack of masks and it's giving me so much anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) 
So are they on a tour bus that can also record in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think a lot of artists usually have like some sort of recording setup in their buses. Wow. Let me imagine when you're on tour, like that's your only, that's the only time you have is when you're on the bus. I know Jake, Jay Cole definitely has one, but yeah, if you're on the road constantly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Last time. <laughs> In case you forgot how happy birthday went. <laughs> Last verse. <laughs> what is it with cake throwing into the crowd? <laughs> Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Some kid Perfectly just gets leveled. Oh wow. It's making me think of, there's that story about the Beatles before they were called the Beatles, they they threw a chicken into the crowd or something. <laughs> like a cooked chicken. Oh my god. Wow. You look that up. I might I be wrong about that. When they were in the clubs. Well, they were. What was their name before the Beatles? The Yardbirds, right? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Fuck. What am I thinking of then? The Silver Beatles. Okay. Yardbirds was uh, an early group with, uh, I think, Jimmy Page. Was okay. In that fuck. Group. Whatever. Maybe I'm getting my history mixed up. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to see money. Like coming on a screen, unless it's coming into the crowd. Like I don't want to see a screen at a show with money falling. I want to see the money falling on me. <laughs> There's Drew, Savior Two Crow. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my screen name. Everyone no, knows Drew's right now. there. Unnecessary balling. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great handle. It is. <laughs> when you coming to Maryland? <laughs> is that you, Ryan? Free, free Boca. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get lost in the sauce. This is officially my favorite part. The slump god. That guy's got a crazy flow. Oh, they got those good lightsabers you can fight with. Huh. 
After I get rich, the first thing I'm buying is one of those lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Bro, stay in your lane and go get the fucking ju the soda, man. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Where is my Minute Maid? <laughs> Look, the, there, there are union rules. The soda guy only gets soda. He's not supposed to fucking touch the phone. Can you imagine I, if he, he his whole crew was unionized? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we got to do this verse now because he can only be here for another hour. <laughs> I love his, his dealers and t-shirt too. <laughs> the juice crew. The juice crew. It's like, hey, juice, where's your entourage at? Oh, uh, it's their fifteen minute break. <laughs> They're on lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Heaven don't want me is a great is a great line. They said in the garage of his <laughs> mansion. I just I know, said that. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> what a conversation to walk in on. <laughs> oh my god. Damn. Oh, they got the hookah out. Ah, oh, those were the, the days. The hookah's been in the background of most of these shots, to be honest. Really? Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like when they're in the hotel, it was there. Like, I did not see it. Throughout the film. Here's the thing. Like, I have no idea how long we've been watching this movie, but I'm, I feel like we've just been vibing for like an hour. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't really thought about how long it's been. But it's Almost entertaining. I'm like, I, what I'm liking about it, I think, is that it's not like, it's not talking heads. It's not people discussing him. It's just footage of him. And there's no indication of timing either, really. Yeah. I mean, well, kind of. I guess we had it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's you, like a, you get the a name of the tour. Timeline. And so I guess if you know when the tour was, I have, I don't happen to know. Yeah. But.
And how many streams? Yeah. It probably came up already. Have they showed the title of this song yet? Nah. Okay. Just shows us, or it shows our listeners how much of uh, juice heads we all are. Oh, there it is. It's like, oh, have we listened to this song yet? God. Didn't say the YouTube numbers. That's interesting. Yeah, I've noticed that on like the last couple, there have been no YouTube numbers. Maybe because they don't have videos. Hmm. Accompanying music video. I like to think that the editor just like can't figure out how to Google shit. I keep thinking about the cognitive dissonance here because in all of his shows and his interviews, he's talking about anxiety and depression and the dangers of like pill popping and drugs. And then we go backstage with him and his friends and, you know, he's just doing the same thing. Mm. And I wonder if there's like that self-awareness there that like, you know, I know this is hurting me, but I can't stop. And no one around him is pointing it out. We got Mr. Lean in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know. It's kind of hard to know what this is saying so far or what it's trying to say. It's not telling us what to think. It's just showing us how things are. Mm hmm. And for every juice world, there's a hundred rappers coming up who are living the same life. But juice, how do I how do I listen to you if if you say not to listen to anybody? <laughs> what do I do? Juice. <laughs> juice. Wait! Juice! <laughs> juice. Did you guys see the um uh the American horror story or American crime story for the OJ thing with Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I love that. I know of it. I think I watched like half D of it. David Schwimmer plays the Kardashian lawyer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And oh, in the beginning, yeah. he's constantly like, Juice, Juice, <laughs> Juice, no. Yeah. Juice. <laughs> they also have that very very unnecessary self-aware scene where like he and his daughters like go to a diner and like everyone knows him like oh it's uh the lawyer uh robert kardashian uh yeah you can have like our best table and like little kim is just like oh my gosh i love being famous and 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 then david schwimmer is just like yes but you don't want to be famous for the wrong reasons <laughs> Some of that writing, yeah, was a little, <laughs> little clunky. That was one of the, that's like under the umbrella of 
what's his name? Ryan Murphy? Yeah. Right? Okay. Sometimes the writing feels like someone beating you over the head with a fish over and over again. You know? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, there's always like, there's always like a there's always like a campy edge to it. That dude drops shows like nobody's business. You gotta wonder how many of them he's actually written and how many he's just like he's got like a farm that's just <laughs> pumping things out. Yeah. He does. He has a factory. Juice. <laughs> Juice, I I did what you said. <laughs> You already know what it is. I wish I was this comfortable, like, not wearing a shirt at all times. And I'm not saying that facetiously at all. Like, mad respect. You can be the change you want to see, Anthony. Season four is the topless season. Yeah. All of our promo <laughs> photos are us without our shirts on. Absolutely. <laughs> All the previous seasons have been bottomless seasons. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a zoom. You don't know what's going on below the neck. <laughs> All these streams have probably gone up like crazy since this. Oh, day. yeah. Imagine. Yeah. He still has over 37 million Spotify listeners three years after his death. Well, they did just release a new album, didn't they? Mm. Yeah. I enjoyed it quite a bit. And it was a long one, too. That's a live acoustic guitar. I thought they were listening to like a like a beat that somebody threw together. I didn't realize there was a dude in the room strumming the guitar. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah. I finally have what this has been reminding me of. Did anyone hmm. ever see the Tiny Rick episode of Rick and Morty? Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Help. Let me out. This is not, <laughs> this a, is dance. not a dance. I'm begging for help. I'm screaming for help. Please come let me out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I know. He's like saying, he's saying all of it, and everyone in response is just going, like, damn, bro, that's fire. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I want to die. I want to die. Damn, bro. That's fucking fire. <laughs> I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing to relieve the tension, listeners. Yeah, it's very true, though. No, dude. I, wa- I straight up want to die. Yo, that's crazy, dude. When are you going to drop that? No, no. I want to die. Yeah, dude. Fire. <laughs> yeah. Sadly, so true. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha. 
<laughs> just a little cherry on top. <laughs> Gets too dark, and you just got to throw in those just one of those stupid lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Juice. <laughs> <laughs> the promo photo for this episode is just going to be David Schwimmer as Robert Kardashian <laughs> and no tag. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. We just got to be careful. Are Juice World fans anything like K-pop fans? Because yeah. I don't want to yeah, mess with that. We have nothing yeah. but love and respect for Juice World mm-hmm. and K-pop also. While we're at it. Yeah. And it's fun that you brought that up because the uh, most streamed song from this new album features Suga of BTS. Who we See, love when, and respect. When two, when two fandoms <laughs> collide. <laughs> you hit something on the head. What game is he playing? Is it, is it the Red, 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 Dead, Red Dead Redemption? Redemption? That's what it looks like. Recognize that yeah. anywhere. Look, I want to like Red Dead 2. I finally started playing it, but just like all of the the like living life bullshit just keeps me from enjoying it. Like I have to shave every 3 days. That's I, not, got, that's, I see, gotta make sure I'm wearing the right clothes for like what climate I'm in. I feel crazy cuz cuz everyone says that, but that's the thing I like about it. It's just a slow slow moving mm-hmm. game. You just you just kind of live live life, mosey. The just mostly. point of the game is just life is just a fucking slog, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a game to tell me that. I got <laughs> look. My, fav- got my favorite thing to do in Red Dead Redemption Two is is uh, look at animals because then when whenever you do, Arthur draws a picture of it in his book, and then you can go back to camp and you can flip through the book and see his drawings. I love it. Oh, He's just cool. a, he just loves to draw. He's an artistic uh, young man. I wonder when the next update for that game will come and then you can make your own drawings and then mint them as NFTs and then the game takes a cut. <laughs> you, you, have to use the, uh, you have to use the joystick to draw them so they all come out like Microsoft Paint or I'm MS Paint. Make it not fun not for Microsoft. Me. MS Paint. <laughs> How long before we name a stadium after NFTs? I mean, it's already happened, man. Staples. Well, crypto.com, but I mean specifically naming NFTs. Where does one buy an NFT and why would I? Um, Do we want to get into this? <laughs> well, you say if, if we ever want to have any hope of reeling things back to the movie. <laughs> Unreleased. Well... I I would say not a very faithful cover. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> There's a rumor about the um about the Marvin Gaye sexual healing, which was that he was in an apartment in Paris looking at like it was like a bondage photography book. Ooh. And someone's like, Yo, Marvin, you gotta you gotta get off the shit, bro. <laughs> you need some <laughs> sexual healing. <laughs> 
And then, he, and then Marvin said, damn, facts. <laughs> then he wrote the song in one sitting. Whoa, did they build a pillow fort? <laughs> I think they did. <laughs> <gasps> That's, oh my God, he must have been like 14 Jesus there. Jesus Christ. Ugh. I think the chain weighs more than that kid. <laughs> Where is your mother, now. young man? <laughs> They, no, built it. they built the fort for that kid. Oh my god. Right. But yeah, I thought like, you know, it's 2021, 2022. I thought the kid Leroy was like 17 and this had to have been made, like this is from like 2018. So yeah. do the math, right? That, that he is a little kid there. Mm-hmm. So Juice World is featured on this. Mm-hmm. Wow. Imagine getting that big and then being like, hey, you have to go be featured on this kid's song. (laughs) Imagine blowing up at like 13, 14. Like, in theory, that's really cool, right? But, damn, like, there's so many more ways that that cannot be good for you. Like, getting thrown into, getting thrown into, like, such, getting thrown into that world that young. Like, can you imagine what that does? I mean, look at, look at all, like, the stars who haven't quite made it out of being child stars. Like, they didn't, like, it was hard for them. Yeah, free Britney. There you go. Well, she is free. Mm-hmm. Way too late, if you ask me. Like, it should have happened so long ago. I didn't realize he played um, bass. I love this makeshift recording space they got with all those, those mm-hmm. pads. Take notes, Drew. Oh, I already do that. Yeah. Drew already flipped the script. Yeah. You guys <laughs> haven't, been, haven't been to my recording space in a long time, but yeah, it basically looks like this. <laughs> it's like three in the morning. CJ, we need you to play the guitar. <laughs> Damn, thought he was going to say I've had enough. See, this is what we need for Tunes and Tumblr's movie night. We need this setup. What is up with the worst art I've ever seen of all time in this room? <laughs> Charlie Chaplin and Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> is that Marilyn or is that Audrey Hepburn? I know, it's Audrey. Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> God, just own myself. 
<laughs> making fun of them and revealing myself to be a total rube. It's okay. That's how I feel about That's working showbiz, on the show for kid. three years. So. <laughs> I love his wardrobe. Like he's always wearing something striking. Imagine being the guy who's like, yeah, I'm not really feeling this and saying that. <laughs> the one person. <laughs> and Makes then the next. Anyone ever said that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. And then in the next th shot, it's like Garfield being thrown out the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You see that? What? He had like half a dozen pills in his mouth. Well, I mean, some artists, you know, if they got integrity, they keep someone around who will say that, you know? Right. True. You need a no man. Yeah. I, I had a friend mm. in college who would always send me his scripts because he'd be like, he, like, I asked him why. And he's like, because if it sucks, you'll tell me. And it's mm. true. I did tell him whenever they were bad. Yeah. We need those people in our life. So if you if you need someone to bring you down, uh, call, call me, listener. Call Drew. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Looking with the reality time, check. Call Drew. <laughs> <laughs> I should put that on my business card. <laughs> Being a hater as a side hustle. <laughs> He's got the Nintendo Switch ready to go. Still got grease from that meal on the lens. <laughs> that Supreme, he was in line for that drop. You think he had to get in line? He played. He paid a task rabbit to wait in line for him. <laughs> this looks like a festival, right? Yeah. You know, I've never been to a Supreme drop, but I imagine it's a little like that scene from I Think You Should Leave where everyone is rushing the Dan Flashes. <laughs> Except the merch is uglier. <laughs> You know, I was thinking about how the new album just came out. It has it has what eighteen tracks on it. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Do you, yeah. do you guys think that means that they, they've released everything on this one album posthumously? They're not going to do more? Or what do you think? Mm. I was looking. A lot of this stuff is not on that album. Yeah. You know... If, yeah. Sorry, go, go ahead, ahead, Ryan. No, you, after you. I was just going to say that uh, Anderson Pot got a tattoo on him that said, when I die, don't release any of my music posthumously. <laughs> the, those are all demos and aren't meant to be heard from it for anybody. <laughs> Gotta tattoo it on yourself. Now yeah. it's legal. Legally binding. I mean, I imagine... It, I imagine there's probably loads of material that he's that Juice World has recorded that you know they get to pick and choose from. Who knows how far they'll go? Wait, so this you know is what? on a plane to Chicago. So is this the flight that he died on? Spoiler alert. No, I think he died in the airport. Yeah, he died in the airport after they yeah. landed. Oh, that'd be that'd be horrible if that's what this is. Jeez. Yeah, seriously. No, I think he's just tired. Is it that same photographer? I don't think so. Their romance is kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, she's there the whole time. Yeah, she really, like, never leaves his side. Oh, jeez. The Nintendo Switch, also a flat screen. Oy. It's hard to watch. That's intense. What currency is that? Maybe a euro? I don't remember what euros look like. Sorry, European fans. (laughs) All 20 of you. Man. Mm. 
What's he going to pick? What's he going to pick? He's going to spend all his time looking for something to watch and then not watching anything. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like us. Yeah. yeah. That'll be our next movie night. Join the team as we browse <laughs> look, look for Look for, for something to watch. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god, this has got to be it. It's like interesting to see him like he's just fighting the sleep like he does not want to stop. Like this like it's it's almost like he's got a fear of like the silence and the stillness. <laughs> How's the divorce going? <laughs> I, I guess that was not uh, the the flight then. Nah. Right. We're getting close, though, because this is 2019 now, right? Man. No clue. Yeah, that last scene was very tough to watch knowing... I mean, I won't spoil it for anyone who's, like, watching not knowing, like, how the story ends, but that last scene was kind of harrowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that keeps happening too. Like even knowing the end, like there's these little situations I keep seeing that I'm like, that make me really nervous. And I know that they're not going to end up, they don't lead to the end, but it's still like, there's these little situations that I'm like, Oh, that's dangerous. $50 million check for, or no, 50,000. I was about to be like, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Right. Got to respect their choice of entertainment. Mm. <laughs> this is the first track on the album, if I remember correctly, right? Yep. Did he ever play Coachella? I don't know. I think if he if he was still around, he definitely would have. He would have been near the top, near the top billing, if not the headliner. Yeah, he played Coachella uh, 2019. Oh, okay. He did a Nipsey Hussle cover dedicated to him.
Do you think he means Donovan, the 60s singer-songwriter who did Mellow Yellow? Yeah. I think who so. Else could, who else could he mean? Damn, that's a fun shirt. Yeah. So goth, I'm dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wish you were that goth. Are my eyes working? That was a lot of zeros. <laughs> uh-oh. Solemn music playing. Uh-oh. So it says Fading the uh, subtitles. Uh-oh. That's not good. Slow motion. Don't like that.
Oh shit. Yeah, he's like, he's just such a likable person. An interesting fact, he grew up listening to pretty much only early 2000s pop punk and emo. Hmm. And you can definitely hear that in a lot of these songs. Oh, yeah. I'm not crying, you're crying. Don't like that.
God This is the first time we've gone back to talking heads too. Since yeah, the since like the, the very, very beginning. Chicago is where he where that plane landed, right? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So for listeners who don't know, lean is um cough medicine, soda, and like candy mixed together, like codeine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh usually Sprite, right? Yeah, it looked like he was they, they were using Sprite. So you're you're snorting Percocet and then having four ounces of lean. Wait. Like like regularly. Oh no. Oh, so are they saying like the pilot called it in? That seems to be what they're implying. Damn.
Oh my god. Ooh, whoa. Jesus.
Like exactly what you were saying, Ryan. Dude, that sweater is insane. <laughs> is that, that child's play? Interesting.
Oh, I never realized they did this. so hard to find something to say about all this that's not being said on screen. Yeah, right? Absolutely, yeah. Is that Allie? Jesus, yeah, man. I think so. Wow. It's fucking dark, man. Mm-hmm. You gotta wonder how much she wanted to do that. Yeah. We've seen his numbers are crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how big Drake has gotten in the past decade, too. Mm-hmm. Remember when he played our school? <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> Yes, that. I do remember that. Yeah, Lucid's coming up at Two billion streams just on Spotify. Jesus oh, Christ. Wow. Is that unique people or no, like just streams again? Okay. Wow. <laughs> There's only five hundred listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it's all me. <laughs> Very devoted. Very <laughs> devoted fans. Do you ever try to listen to so much music on Spotify that you end up consuming more than they pay out to everybody and you're like, I'm beating the system? <laughs> Or just like more than what your subscription's worth based on payout.
Wow. What a clip to choose for the end. <sighs> well, I'm already noticing a theme for season four, guys. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, you got to show the photos. Ugh, God. Heavy shit. Well, immediate reactions, guys. How wow. did this compare to Woodstock 99? Uh oh. Why do we have to compare movies? How did it compare? <laughs> Jeez. It's from the same I, series. Um, I. Sorry, go I ahead. I definitely Drew. liked this more than Woodstock 99. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did enjoy this more. Uh. As, as much as one can enjoy this movie. I mean, I it's... felt like... Well, the biggest difference is that this movie does not have um, a kind of uh, really a, a half-thought-out agenda behind it of, like... Or not not to, like, continue to rag on Woodstock 99. We already did that, but, I mean... <laughs> you know. Like, it doesn't, ha it doesn't have that problem where it's trying to connect a fucking concert from 20 years ago to January 6th. That's oh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, no, th this, this, this film much more, I think speaks for itself, which I like about mm -hmm. it. And I think you're absolutely right, Pedro. It's hard not to love this guy. Like he, yeah. he's just so magnetic and authentic and, and nice even in his freestyles when he, one thing i noticed is that anytime he said something disrespectful he was immediately like i'm sorry i'm sorry my mother taught me better than that <laughs> yeah 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 he's that's 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 probably what sucks the most right is like how many people loved this guy who knew him personally even more people who you know were just fans like he's a very likable person and a pretty amazing artist and um but I, I also appreciate how like raw this film was like it was tough to watch um but also that seems to be what juice world was trying to get across anyway was like how uh intense and shitty and everything he was experiencing was but even some people around him weren't really latching on to that yeah and I think about emo rap in general. We're, we're, we came into an era off of like, uh, you know, the early 2000s and even gangster rap in the 90s where everything was like really hard and you don't get into your feelings. Like you can only express masculinity in a certain way and it's to put on this face mm -hmm. where you can't be hurt. And now here are these young men and women who are coming up and rapping about their feelings and uh the struggle that they're going through and that in itself is really important but like we've been saying through this movie i think that people are just missing the message like they're just like yo that's yeah. fire but these people some of them are really crying out for help at the same time that they're helping others like mm -hmm. we don't want somebody to save lives at like the cost of their own i mean we can get into consequentialism if we want but it just seems really tragic that we we missed the artist in the message. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Music Box, you've done it to us again. <laughs> and, you know, you mentioned, like, like 90s hip-hop, Anthony. Like, I can't think of another time, like, 
this other than then when this many young rappers were dying, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, didn't Pac and Biggie die within months of each other? Yeah. And they weren't yeah. the only ones from back then. Mm-hmm. Those right. are just the two most famous. Well, hopefully right. we'll learn something from this. And especially... Because like Ryan said the last time we did this, it's hard to know where the onus is. I think everyone can do something, right? The the, the people who are the role models, the mm-hmm. the people in the industry who are enabling this, like uh, we as listeners for recognizing that there is an artist behind the message. It's just everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It also sucked too because there's parts in the movie where Juice World himself was like, I know how bad this is. Mm-hmm. Like, I absolutely know how destructive this is. Like, but I'm so deep in it. Like, I can't, I, I'm not going to stop myself. Like, that's tough too. Like, uh, if someone, if someone can't, can't love themselves or like, find the, if if someone can't find the value in helping themselves like that's that's a difficult thing to get by i think this is a good time to mention that this is still in the works but pantheon is in the process of of uh partnering with BetterHelp, which is a great resource that you can use if you can't find a therapist on your own um mm-hmm. for getting somebody to talk to and uh hopefully we'll be able to be a little more vocal about that once it all hashes out hope so all right, guys, any lingering thoughts before we go about the rest of our day, peel ourselves off these couches, uh, you know, go eat something healthy besides the snacks we've been consuming? <laughs> if you are going to watch this, just know that there's plenty of triggering things. Like, um, be warned if it gets heavy. Oh, yes. I like the idea of somebody listening to this whole thing but not having watched it yeah, <laughs> yeah right <laughs> well drew we should they just listen to this spaced out commentary yeah. yeah drew we should uh put your usual uh for the list of the entire trigger warning in the episode description let's just have that at the beginning of this yeah that'll be at the top of the show of course right so, listener you've cool. already heard it yes <laughs> beautiful yeah uh I, you know it, it I, I'm excited to do this again, another movie night. We, who knows what's after Omicron? Maybe there'll be another chance. But we'd like some help from you, listeners. What should we watch next? Hit us up on those DMs on mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or wherever. Send us an email to tunesandtumblerspod at gmail.com. Let us know what you would like to, what journey you would like to come on with us. Yes, please do. Slide in. <laughs> <sighs> And thank you, listeners, for listening to Tunes and Tumblers. Tunes and Tumblers is an Atwood Magazine podcast and a member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Be sure to like the show and Atwood on every platform. Also, please rate and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us out so much. Tunes and Tumblers was produced, as always, by Drew Franzblau. Our theme song is by New New Girlfriend. And until next time, cheers. 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 Cheers.